Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical and psychological health are your true sources of your wealth and must be safeguarded at all times to achieve true happiness. Here, we'll discuss the most up-to-date medical and health news, often obfuscated by big media, to keep you a dumped-down sheeple eating at the greedy trough of big food and big pharma. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the idea that, well, if a doctor says so, then it must be the right thing to do. And I think it's important to do an episode on this because a large majority of people still have this mindset. Many people in your family might have this mindset. Where they still view the doctor's word as God, as gospel. And I think we need to have a little episode on this because it's not true. Look, first of all, doctors are not infallible. They are not impeccable. They make mistakes. We know, and we have an early episode here, how iatrogenic deaths or deaths caused by medical mistakes by doctors or nurses is something close to 300 to 400,000 a year, a year. So clearly doctors make mistakes and don't know everything. We've talked about before as well, uh, probably around episode 120, that medical schools, a lot of their curriculum is formed by big pharmaceutical companies because big pharmaceutical companies give them very large donations, grants to build buildings, to have endowments and so forth. And the quid pro quo is that, hey, we're going to have GlaxoSmithKline or Pfizer or whoever it is come. And I mean, it's not so open as we're going to come in and create your curriculum, but there's a wink, wink, quid pro quo that's out there. Plus, they get a lot of free guest speakers will come and a lot of expos from these places that will come. And they put undue influence on these medical schools. I'm not saying these medical schools don't want this money, but it's, it's like with the Department of Education and curriculum there too. These local school districts are bereft of money because they mismanage the money they get from local taxpayers. And then the Department of Education is like, we'll give you all this money, but you're going to have to implement our cultural Marxist curriculum. So medical schools have this problem too. Also, if you look at the medical school curriculum, is it not surprising that these doctors who are allopathic, just allopathic means like the typical doctor, as opposed to naturopathic. Is it surprising that allopathic doctors know nothing about botanical science? In other words, herbs were all drugs originally came from, you know, aspirin came from the willow tree, for example. Morphine came from the poppy seeds. But they spend no time on botanical science, barely any time on clinical nutrition, the importance of eating, and anything that is remotely considered to be non-holistic. The large majority of medical school content, aside from learning you know, anatomy and organic chemistry and learning clinical skills like how to check somebody's pulse and you know, auscultation, listen to the heartbeat and how to do sutures and stuff like this, but a large majority of the approach on treatment is either going to be surgery, some sort of intervention, or drugs. So it's not surprising that doctors' number one recourse to a lot of things is going to be drugs because that's what they're taught. They're taught. That's their main weapon. And it's not necessarily their fault when you have an impressionable 20, 24-year-old in medical school who 
wants to be a doctor and they're going to learn what they're taught. I remember going to a dental association's meeting and I brought up my concerns with fluoride and bisphenol A and fillings and all that. And these, these dental students, they were dental students, had no idea what I was talking about. And why would they? Is the American Dental Association, who gives a lot of funding to all these different dental schools, going to go out of their way to teach these kids, oh, systematic ingestion of fluoride maybe is not a good thing? Will they even bring up the idea that, oh, maybe root canals are horrific because they leave a necrotic piece of the body in the body and it seeps out toxins? No. They're intentionally going to keep that away from them. So a lot of doctors are only as good as the knowledge that they're given. And I'm not saying that doctors are malicious or anything like that. Most of them are very well-intentioned. But they're going to practice the way that they're taught. So you get to a lot of people. I gave the example two or three episodes back on why are we drugging up children. So you could have somebody who goes to a psychiatrist and a psychiatrist, the person would be like, well, I'm going to listen to the doctor. This is the mindset. So you go to a psychiatrist whose job is to dispense drugs. That is their, that's their occupation. They're, they're psychiatrists, their occupation is not talk therapy. That's psychologists, which aren't MDs. And most psychiatrists can't get billed unless they give you a diagnosis. And how are they going to treat drugs? If you take a seven-year-old who might have autism or eight, you know, ADHD, hyperactive issues, to a psychiatrist, what do you expect the psychiatrist to do to treat it? They'll diagnose in their DSM book, use the, the arbitrary criteria in the DSM, and then, okay, your treatment's what? They're going to say talk therapy. Most of them are way too unscrupulous to do that. They're going to well, prescribe drugs. It's like going to an oncologist. What do you expect an oncologist to treat cancer? Most of them aren't going to say take high-dose vitamin C infusions. They're going to tell you to take chemo because they get a kickback on the chemo. So there's a conflict of interest. So we got to get out of this mindset, this paradigm that doctors never make mistakes and I'm going to go listen to what the doctor does. I mean, look at, look at it this way. Obesity is so prevalent in America and we go to the doctors and the doctors or dietitians say, you need to do this, 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 and this. And if you look at the, the paradigm we've had the last 30 years, following the USDA's food pyramid, where the, the, the biggest serving you're supposed to get is six to 11 servings of grains. And if you look at the old USDA pyramid, in that picture was pasta, cereal, and of course, breads. We listened to the doctor's orders there. We listened to this smart FDA. What happened? We ended up looking like a food pyramid. We're fat. Ansel Keys told us in the 1960s, fat makes you fat. And just a lot of grains and vegetable oils that come from grains. Then we find out, oh, that was probably not a good idea. He was caught to be getting kickbacks from the grain industry. But a lot of people still think that corn oil is great. That skim milk is the way to go. So doctors are not infallible. And we have to get out of this idea that the doctor's never wrong. And doctors, let me tell you, I used to work at an urgent care clinic. If you come in with any modicum of knowledge, they hate that. They call you, oh, we got a Dr. WebMD in the room. They don't like you questioning things. Because they know deep down they might not have an answer. 
for a wide variety of things. You know, depending on what, whatever malady you're coming in with. You come in with an ear infection, throat infection. Yeah, I'm going to prescribe you an antibiotic. Yeah, but I'm worried about antibiotics because they destroy your microbiome. It takes two years to rebuild it. And honestly, this might be a virus. Shut up! Are you questioning me? Infallible doctor? They don't like that. But for you, knowledge is power. Look at the COVID vax. It's a great example of vaccines in general. How dare you question the doctor who tells you to, to put and inject an experimental vaccine to your children or you? And then by all means, like I mentioned in the episodes I've done on the COVID vac or going back to just regular vaccinations. All right, all right, doctor, I want you to fill out this form that if I have any adverse effects, you're going to be completely liable. They're not going to sign that. They're not going to sign that. So we need to get out of this rubric that doctors know everything and that we need to listen to doctors because many times they're super specialized and they know some things on a certain area. And many of them will read journals and keep up to breast. Others won't. Others won't. And they become ignorant, lacking knowledge, neglectful, and so forth. But they'll still give out information. Like, let's say in terms of fat, going back to dieting, the, the benefits of fasting. If that doctor's old school, maybe he hasn't even heard of fat, but, oh, no, you just got to eat more carbs and less fat. You know, Are you going to listen to that doctor when everything you know tells you that fasting is good for you? This is the problem. So look, a lot of people, especially people who listen to this, are pretty woke when it comes to holistic health, complementary medicine, eat clean, all these things that we talk about. A lot of people aren't, and they literally will believe whatever the doctor says. And like I said two, three episodes ago, there's literally kids or parents that think it's good to put their five-year-old on Ritalin or psychiatric drugs for being uh, overreactive or uh, hi having hyperactive issues or whatever. And they'll say, well, whatever the doctor says, I'll do. No, you're, you just are saying that because you want to calm the kid down. How about removing all the food dyes from their diet? Because we know that's only diabetes. That, that requires too much work. Just like with diabetes. Getting rid of type 2 diabetes in six months requires a radical change in your diet and exercise and getting off the booze. Most people don't want that. They just want to pop a pill. So we're willing to sacrifice our children for our own laziness, our own ignorance, and what's best and easy for us in that particular example. So please, get off of this idea that doctors never make mistakes and just because the doctor said so... My mother was on nine psychiatric drugs at one point in her life. I go, Mom, why were you taking these drugs? I don't know. Doctor told me to. Yeah, it's worshiping the doctor. Iatrogenic deaths, 400, 300, 400,000 a year. You can look it up. I don't know. They told me to. And the doctors are rarely ever liable. Now, if they cut off your, if they do knee replacement on the wrong knee, certainly you can sue them for malpractice. But in general, they can easily and cavalierly dispense advice because it doesn't affect them later on if they were wrong. So knowledge is power. Do your own research. The internet, unfortunately, is mostly used for porn and gaming and social media. Use it as it should be. It's the Library of Alexandria from ancient times. Anything you need to know about anything is up there. You can read the journal entries on whatever, PubMed and all these things. You do your own information. Look up your own information. That way you are armed with knowledge and therefore you can make the best decision for you or your kids. And stop and get off and purge this idea that doctors are never wrong. 
Guys, please post an honest review on Apple and Spotify. I would appreciate it. And subscribe to this channel. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Please subscribe or follow the channel right now and consider donating via the PayPal link to support this important apostolate. Check out the website, naturopathicearth.com, by clicking on the link in the episode notes, where you'll find hundreds of articles and recipes that'll guide you to long-term holistic health. Until next time, music courtesy at Nine Inch Nails.